Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow! I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to it's the Monday morning episode, but you're gonna get it on a Sunday evening if you're IFS. What could be lovelier than that? Um, I don't know what else is going on on a Sunday evening apart from the darts. I'm just I'm, I'm balls deep in the darts already, Sam. It's only been on well, three we're, days. We're privileged you've taken a, a break from the, the darts to record I am this. Missing, I'm missing a round one match. You're, uh, you're missing the, hot the, darts. The, 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 the quality in round one is is. Yeah, to be hit and miss, but right. I have took time out to uh, to uh, yeah to do this podcast for you. Isn't it Sports Personality of the Year tonight as well? Oh, I think I think it's on Tuesday. I think they've moved it to Tuesday what? for some it's reason. It's a classic Sunday night. Of course it is. What's That's the matter with this country? Yeah, I don't, I think I'm getting to be a right old bastard because like I'm becoming more into tradition, something that I used yeah. to hate. Yeah, and like look, don't get me wrong, Andy. I of course. Haven't watched Sports Personality of the Year for many for decades, decades because yes, it is complete shit. It's Tory telly. It's Tory telly. That said, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen on a it's Sunday night. For fuck's sake! I tell you, talking about tradition, when I was a kid growing up, Sunday when Sports Personality of the Year was on, that's mm. the night the Christmas tree went up. Really? Every year without fear, yeah, yes. Always synced it. Yeah. Spot, spotty Sunday. Of course, no one called it spotty back then. Spotty. They call it spotty now because it's like, it's a convenient, you know, hashtag thing. But yeah, yeah that was when the tree used to go up. And it's on a fucking Tuesday night now. But yeah, fuck it. And, and the I same, did see the that same week, given talk, talking the, of traditions, this is yeah. the same weekend when a question of sport has been finally put out of its misery. Oh, God. Something that's else I haven't watched for telly. decades. That's Tori Telly. The thing about that was, in the 80s, I would watch it religiously, but that's because yeah. there just wasn't any sort of like, it, there wasn't much good sport on TV, and there certainly wasn't any sport-related fun content. Now, mm. I'd say there's too much of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's too much funny, but there's too much banter vision these days, yeah. isn't there? Well, you know, it, 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 it fell into the hands of Paddy McGuinness, didn't it, a couple of years ago? Tragically, yeah. after Sue yeah. Parker was was removed, and what, um, question of sport. Are you serious, Paddy McGuinness? Yeah. Paddy McGuinness hosts it. Hosts the question of sport. Yeah, does he? Pad, Paddy McGuinness has, has seen has seen off Top Gear and a question of sport in the this this calendar year. I had no fucking idea. Yeah, I thought it was still it. Sue Barker. The thing is, in the Sue Barker years, all I think of, in fact, I think when I stopped watching it for good, was when. Sue Barker insisted on pretending to cry with laughter in every episode. Mm. And I just thought that really devalues crying with laughter. Mm. Crying with laughter used to be a thing that had happened to someone maybe once or twice in their life if they were lucky. You cry so much that tears are streaming down your face, right? Um, I think it's happened to me a couple of times and they're golden memories, 
right? Yeah. It's like you're hitting the jackpot. Some, yeah. Someone or something explains you lost so much. You're so joyful, you're crying. You it's lost almost control like, of your body. You lost control of your yeah. senses. It's, it's almost supernatural. Yeah. Right? Let me take and, over by a portagoost. And like, then you tune into fucking Christian Sport and some fucking dope, right? Like Will will fuck face the rugby man who you know that that rugby player who's always on it will, with the will, shit will, eating smile will Carlin? no not him although it no. might just as just That's as likely be him. there's more than anyway, a rugby player called ill called, called will, will sorry there no it's one of the team captains not phil tufton or the other one but whoever what i mean is a dreary sportsman makes uh, sort of a, a terrible, sort of dismal fucking sexual innuendo, right? Mm. And Barker is straight away wiping the imaginary tears from the corner of her eyes. Yeah. And it, it came to my attention she was doing this every week. And I'm thinking, you're doing it for nothing. Like, the, like people are barely making a joke and you're, like, pretending to wipe tears. It's insulting to everyone. It's insulting to the guys who made the joke. It's insulting to us at home. Mm-hmm. It's insulting to yourself. Most of all, it's devaluing crime with laughter. And that was why I decided to boycott it. You said enough's enough. Enough's enough. I'm not having this. But, of course, since then, crime with laughter has been devalued by all of us to a much greater extent than Sue Barker could ever manage on her own because of the liberal use of the crime with laughter emoji. Yeah. We're all she started all doing. Yeah. She started getting up to her crime with laughter bullshit years before emojis were even invented, right? But then emojis were invented and I would say it's my second most used emoji. Can I can I guess what your first one is? What? It's the Oh you'll up. know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you know I text you probably more than most people. Um and those are two that I would text you a lot. But uh, there is a small amount of guilt every time I do use the crime mm-hmm. with laughter emoji. Yeah. Right? Because it's every time it's a lie because yeah, every time I send it mm. I am never crying with laughter no no I use it a lot as well I think you sent one the other day to me which had the crying with laughter emoji and the thumbs up together I so I often do that to yeah. people yeah it's like double good, whammy I agree with this but I am also amused by it so it's the double there whammy have that pick, <laughs> pick the bones out of that I think yeah. the um, I think the crime with laughter emoji is actually based on Sue Barker's face if you take a close yeah, look at it you can put yeah. it over her actual face, and it's it's the same. The author of the emoji the, the dictionary, emoji yeah. So John, yeah, he's taught how he ins- he needed. I needed something. I was stuck on laughter, and I didn't quite know how to show it. So I was just going to have someone with their mouth wide open, but it kind of looked like they were shouting, and I thought it's not the same. And then one day, I was sitting watching Question of Sport, and Sue Barker came on, and everything fucking Will Carlin said, she cried with laughter about. <laughs> So I started just sketching her face freehand. I think it's and I decided to colour it in yellow. I think I think it's baked into the format because um, Emlyn Hughes would do it, but only like two oh, or three times a series. Loose. Yeah. So I think I think that that'll continue on. Did, I saw I saw uh, when people were talking about it yesterday. It's a classic. No one fucking watches it. No one likes it. Then it gets cancelled. Everyone's going, "Oh, question of sport has been cancelled." I was like, "Fine." I don't, I don't, I don't think I there's don't been care. any outcry. I think I was just going, oh, right. "Yeah." 
Still right, on, is but it? But they shared the clip. This sums up. I mean, I can't believe, when you think of some of the great shows that have been cancelled, I can't believe that Question Sport has lasted mm. as long as it did. Yeah, you know, when you think of all those years of they think it's all over, that's come and gone. That was that was yeah. in the 90s. That was huge, wasn't it? Right? Well, that, that was that an attempt to try and banter up Question of Sport, wasn't it? And yes. And then it went full it, circle. Oh, it was good. When it started, it was a breath of fresh air, I thought. And then you got Corden does it over on Sky, the most bantankerous oh, yeah, show thing, yeah. of the, in the world, yeah. right? Um, and, you know, Mika What's Richards that is just... again? Just banter, 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 banter. Yeah. And then Mika Richards has just become almost like a walking, talking, non-stop, mechanical banter laughter machine. He, he is the new Sue Barker. He is the crime with laughter king now. But but he doesn't even need a television format. He's doing it all the time. He lives and breathes it. He's like a performance yeah. artist. Yeah. He is like distilled banter, right? Totally. And wherever he's he's on, a, he'll be on an advert, like body popping and mm. laughing. He'll be on BBC. Then you flick over on another live show. He's on Sky simultaneously to Ooh. Mika Richards. And in both, he is shouting and laughing his head off and then you see he's in with, with Lineker and Shearer and he is laughing laughing top, top laughing ten, laughing like a fucking drain yeah saying yeah. cheeky things right and then laughing his head <coughs> off so the world's drowning in banter right now mm. um, but you know kids any kids listening to this you've got to understand that now you've got so much banter you don't know what to do with it you have to save yeah. some up I'm always yeah. bookmarking bits of banter on Instagram and Twix. I think that looks like a fun bit of banter, but I can't watch it now because uh, my wife's asleep next to me and I can't put the volume on and my headphones aren't here. Yeah. Or I just don't have time right now. I'm busy doing something. I can't watch this banter now, but I, I don't want to miss out on this banter, so I'll bookmark it and I'll go back to it. Go back. I'll, I set some time aside in the week for banter catch-up. Can, can you catch that, up with banter, though? I think... Even you need though it when it's, it's fresh. not going out live, you have to watch it as it's been broadcast. Yeah, I think, you're right. Get the full you're, you're right, yeah. Because otherwise you might be on, on the water cooler banter at yeah. work the next day. And it's year. old. And the last thing you want to do is start sharing it with people. Which I do, do. I don't know. I don't know if you ever share content with your kids and they're kind of polite to you about you. Did you see that clip I sent you? Yeah, you yeah. see it? Yeah, we and saw this go, nine months ago, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nine months old. Do you yeah. do that? I do that quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd really like it. Well, I did when I first saw yes, it in 2022, I did. yeah. I, I did when I was 13, when I first saw it, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, it's a classic dad thing to do that, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I but mean, back then, back then there wasn't much banter. Speaking um, of banter, banter, banter levels, um, mm. have you seen what's on ITV or has been over the last hour while we were recording this? No. There is a special celebrity Bant- edition. of the Year Awards. Uh, right. Well, it's a special celebrity edition of the uh, needlessly revitalised Deal or No Deal, uh-huh. uh, which is now presented by Stephen Mulhern instead of Noel Edmonds. Oh, Mulhern's got in on the act. For fuck's sake. I, fa- I, I like Mulhern. I think he's brilliant. They've, do you? Yeah, I think he's amazing. He's well, a, well, he's he's good at hosting, but he's also a magician as well. He's fucking yeah, but, double threat, mate. But as, but as my mate Harry says, magicians are just hand liars. <laughs> yeah. you know, anyone can learn magic. It's not real magic. Yeah, but Fuck still, that. man. But anyway, celebrity deal yeah. or no deal. 
And who's the fella sat behind picking the numbers, picking the boxes? Fucking Michael Owen. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is this some kind of involved? anti-banter kind of yeah, he's, move? He's, he's, we, he's a banter black hole. Are we moving into the era of zero banter now? Is that, is that where we're at? Maybe, we maybe that's banter. what we need. It's one extreme or the other. They've, they, what is the, the powers of the bee have looked at the Paddy McGuinness effect. Paddy McGuinness, of course, is a, Britain's leading banterist. Mm. And they've seen that he's had two shows cancelled in a week and they've gone, how can, we, how can we counteract this? We've got to go against it. We've got to go Michael Owen. We've got to take it yeah. down to nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he going to do? Throw an apple into a bin? That's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> the, um, the funniest bit ever, where they had to trawl the archives of Christian Sports to come up with the most iconic, funniest bit ever. And it remains the bit where Emmeline Hughes... By the way, check out the knitwear on old 80s um, editions of uh, Christian Sports. Amazing. They all wore these sort of yeah. quite thick brightly coloured v-neck jumpers yeah. with massive v-necks yeah. uh, and a, in an argyle print Bill Beaumont Emlyn Hughes all the guests Jan Mulby would you call them golf club jumpers yeah they're golf yeah. they all wore golf jumpers Jan Mulby's in this particular clip and it remains the most famous clip and basically it's a uh, it's a a jockey with mud all over their face and mm. they're really struggling to identify it the person and Emlyn Hughes says is it Princess Anne and David Coleman says, no, it's not Princess Anne. And then everyone starts laughing their heads off. And then David Coleman says, she's coming on as a guest next week as well. And Emlyn Hughes sort of puts his head on the desk. As he was like, oh, no. Oh, this is most embarrassing. It's just, it's like, it's piss poor. It's the most piss poor, weak, over-diluted banter. I've seen two versions. I've seen another one. What's this the is the one, one where say? the jockey's got mud, mud on their face. Yeah, yeah, and he says he, it's Princess Anne. This, uh, yeah, it's, it's Princess Anne, but Emily News goes, it's John Reid. Oh, okay. All right, and yeah, I, I got it is, the I wrong way around. maybe after... There was something like that, though, where Princess Anne was going to be on the week after, and Emily She was going to come on, yeah. He called call her a bitch or something like that, I can't remember. Something like that. <laughs> Sla- no, he said, <laughs> shut up, slag. <laughs> but it was just supposed to be a joke, but it yeah. didn't land, and she was annoyed. Yeah, yeah. you do that in the eighties. Yeah, he, he says it's, it's John Reid, and then and then it was Princess Anne. But she'd already yeah. been on, I think, and they were best mates because she, she sat next to him, and he, I think but, he put his arm round her at one point and almost got executed for it. He didn't get. Am I imagine? Did she get a handbag out at one point and threatened to hit him with it? Or have I imagined? I can't that? remember that. I think Rod Stewart had looked at a handbag. He was the other one on the uh, team. Rod Stewart says, "What's in your handbag?" When she got a uh, handbag out. Hello, darling. What's in your, that's how he pulled Princess Anne back in the late 70s. He got older. of her. In yeah. the, have you watched any episodes of The Crown that are set in the 70s yeah, when Princess oh, Anne's I, supposed I, to be I, quite young? I've watched the, one There's an actor the who Crown. plays Princess Anne who's like really fit and it's really, really confusing because you end up really fancying Princess Anne. Right. Which, you know... Fair well, play to Princess Anne, but I've never fancied her before. It's not based on reality, that show at all, is it, really? Talking about Mad. TV formats that will never die and their heydays back in the 1980s. Are you aware of the channel called That's TV? No, sounds it's down good, on, It's on Freeview and it's on Sky, right down in the listings, but it shows loads of repeats of old, old telly stuff. And yeah. uh, as of this weekend, they are showing from the beginning the original Terry Wogan run of Blankety Blank. 
Oh, that's good. Well, that's got to be watchable, hasn't it? Sure. Right from episode one, I'd be fascinated. Right I'm always fascinated in seeing the first episode of iconic shows. Because it's I'd be really like interested the early to see when, the first. When um, Don Howe used to be on quite regularly. Oh, he was a regular, so, yeah. yeah it's he kept asking if he could be team captain, and Terry <laughs> had to keep explaining to him that's not how it worked. Well, he wanted to be bottom row centre where the comedians usually sat, where yeah. Everett usually sat. And they go, that, that's not really, you're, you're more of a top, top right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to talk weird. to my agent about this because this is fucking shit. I should be where the fo- I should be in the funny seat, not the cunt seat. It's not the cunt the seat. Laughs. It's just more of the straight man. Come on, you and I both know that's the cunt seat you're putting me in. Look, there's two things I'll provide. I'll provide laughs and I'll provide tactical insight. Now, for that, you're gonna <laughs> want me bottom centre. Get it fucking sorted. <laughs> you're wasting me. Terry, you're wasting me up there, top right. I mean, it's almost not worth pricking me at all in the first place. What am I going to do up there? Fuck all. Sat next to the fucking Cleo Rockus, right? (laughs) I mean, it's nice. The view's nice. It's nice, but to be honest, if if you want someone to just sit here staring at someone's big tits, you could have got Dave Sexton. Oh, Dave Sexton could have done it. He said, for half the price as well, I happen to know. <laughs> Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Jalapeño. Oh, at this point, I should mention, mention this on the socials a couple of days ago. Uh, we are, of course, doing our bespoke video messages. Uh, as we always do, but uh, if you want one for your pals or family or friends or whatever, in the run-up to Christmas, the cut-off date is the 21st uh, of December, which I think is Thursday, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, Thursday. We're not doing nout after Thursday, the 21st. No, it's just peanuts so, all the way after that. So you got to go to, to uh, what's the website called again? tftimemachine.com slash video messages find out how to, how to get one and we'll do one and it'll be good 
Yeah, well, and we are willing to do it in the style of Don Howe, should you wish. <laughs> only you Don Howe. Do, no other when requests. you say it, that's the only impression we'll do is Don Howe on Blankety Blank. If you want yeah. a Don Howe special, we will do that. No extra charge. Um, I'm looking up at the notes that I sometimes make during episodes as to what we need to do. Um, bits of housekeeping, bits of business that need to be taken care of. And it says here, Monday, uh, Willie Implant NHS, Sam. Oh, yeah. I believe that's something so, you were wanting to discuss. Yeah, I wrote an article about um, erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. What are you looking, at, what are you looking uh, directly at me like that for when you say erectile dysfunction? <laughs> what are you implying? Listen, Fucking everyone... Uh, well, I had an interesting conversation with a mate of mine about this because he said that it didn't exist, erectile dysfunction. And I right. said, yes, it fucking does. And I fucking well, speak from experience, exist. mate. He said it doesn't exist. Okay. He said it doesn't exist. He goes, it used to be called impotence because it was a, it was a uh, psychological illness, right. a, a psychological phenomenon. Yeah. He went, and then what happened was the big, big farmer came up with Viagra Mm. And they then got it recategorized as a physiological condition, right? Yeah. Whereby you were mentally aroused, right? Yeah. You don't mind me using the word aroused, do you? I'm fine with that. I'm probably going to use it a few. I'm not. I'm not happy with you staring at us again while you while you see it. Okay. Well, I'll look away when I say <laughs> aroused, right? Yeah. He, he said uh, it was like you know. He basically said, "Look, the thing about it is." You either are in the mood or you're not. And if you are, then you'll get an erection. But if you're not, right? That, yeah. you, if you're not getting an erection, that's your body's way of telling your brain you're not feeling not tonight, it. Tonight, Josephine. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. And, and Big Pharma have tricked us into thinking, no, you do want sex. It's just mm. you can't physically do it to so take this pill. That's what he said. And I said, oh, I don't know about that. I said, because mm. there's been times in my life where I've been bang up for it. Admittedly, on all these occasions, alcohol slash right. drugs would yeah. have been I was involved. For that, yeah. My wedding night, I was off my tits, but of course, on your wedding night, you want to have it off, don't you? It's traditional. Tradition. Yeah. It's, tra- yeah. it's, it's, it's tra- as I said to my wife on the night. It's as traditional as sports personality of the year going out on a, <laughs> Sunday, on a Sunday night. Sunday. Oh, come on, Get him off. <laughs> that that was the analogy I used. I thought yeah. that she'd like it. Uh, yeah, but I couldn't. Oh, it was. I mean, I can't tell you the whole story now. It was an absolute shit show. It was a mess, mm. and it dragged on and on as I kept trying and trying, best puffing you don't and puffing. Tell us it. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. Uh, but you know, all blokes have been there. And anyway, my mate said to me when I told him I'd written this, he goes, "Yeah, it's all bollocks." He goes, "It's just a pill." I said, no, "I said, but those pills work." He said, "No, it's a placebo. It's just a placebo." They don't. Right. Right. I thought, this is a bit far-fetched. Mm. I'd interviewed a bunch of different urologists, woolly doctors, right, about it. Mm. And they said it, it does exist. And a lot of men, it, it causes well, a lot of problems. A bunch of experts against your mate and they say it doesn't my exist mate. and he reckons it doesn't. He, he insists makes, it doesn't. Makes you think, doesn't it? He probably thinks they're in the hands of Big Pharma. Of course. Though, well, we've got enough he? experts, haven't we? Yeah. So. Yes, we have. But anyway, just I won't tell you about all the things I found out. I thought it would just be Viagra when I interviewed them, and that, like I spoke to the top doctor at like I think it was like UCH in I London. Can, uh, he can said, you "Well, put the top doctor on, please." But I think yeah, it's some delay here. 
What? Yeah, Britain's top journalist. Sam De- no, I'm not fucking spelling it. Look at Google it. Google it. Sam Delaney, you'll soon fucking find out. Now, what, listen. You want me to spell Sam? Put me through to the fucking Willie department. Pronto. <laughs> I'm on a deadline here. Right. So I went through to the fucking Willie department. Spoke Ooh. to this guy. He's quite a straight guy. Straight talking. Indian bloke, right? And um, he's taught me through the different things you can have. Injections. Pills that you'd put down your Willie. That's wow. right, Andy. What, like, in, is, in is, the that, hole. is that like, you know, the space dust that you used to put on your tongue and it would crackle? Is it like that? You know, um, Penis I don't equivalent. know if you've ever been driving along, you've got a puncture, but you can't get a, a tyre. So th- so just as a short-term measure, you can buy that foam that you kind of yeah. fire into the wheel and it just yeah. expands. I think it's like that. It's like that. It inflates your wheel. No, but seriously, it'll have, be, it'll have to be in this, this sort of... Dispense through the same kind of straw you have on a can of WD-40, which is really, really narrow. To I'm get it in serious. There. They, I'm serious. They put cream down your willy using something just like Use that. Use the WD-40 straw. Fucking hell. They put a pill down there too, and if that don't work, they give you an injection that you can do on yourself at home into your willy. And if that don't work, they fucking kick you out. Cause you, no, you're if fucked. that don't work, I said, I kept escalating. I said, well, if that doesn't work, so if that doesn't work, there's two different types of implant you can have. The first, the first, can you, this is interesting, but I can see that it's making you uncomfortable. It's like, I'm okay, bewildered right. by it. Right, well, you go, get ready, you're going to be a lot more bewildered. And I warn you now that the things that I'm about to tell you, mm. you will think that I'm making up to be silly. Okay. But I, I have to tell you now, none of the following is made up to be silly. It's all true. Okay. The first type of implant they put in, he's gone to me, we put in two um, hard rubber um, sort of bars into your willy. Hard rubber Bene- bars? He, he kept going into your penis. They're bendable, bendable, that's it. So they're bendable. Right. right? They're bendable like bits of rubber. And he said, and once you have done that, he said, your penis is always erect forever. And I said, well, what about when you're, when you're, what about when you're not having sex? He goes, that's why they're bendable. You can fold it away to oh. conceal it when you are not having sex, right? So just, I'm like... Just rest it, rest it in your perineum. Yeah. Yeah, you just fold it out wherever, like that geezer in Science of the Lambs. Tuck it, tuck, fold try it tuck down, it your bum, whatever. Got to fold it down it's out, it's out, 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 out of you. It's up you? to you. It's like, uh, let's think... Anyway, I don't know. I haven't seen one, but I might Google it later. But then I said, what about, he goes, the other type, he goes, the other type is, he goes, we put two balloon type things inside your penis. Jesus. He said, and then we insert a saline reservoir into your pelvis. So we open you up, put this saline reservoir, like a bag of saline, Mm. into your pelvis adjacent to your bladder, right? Mm. And there's a pipe between that and your willy. But get this, here's the third thing they do. They then put a small pump in your scrotum between your two testicles. Go on, you've got a hand pump it yourself. You go, so you're just getting down to it. You've got the old fucking Barry White on the stereo, right? Yeah. You've you've given a bunch of flowers and a fucking box of milk box tray. Of milk tray. <laughs> Everything's going fucking cracking, right? You've got your best coat. You, you, you've doused yourself in Cossack, yeah? 
<laughs> you've doused yeah. yourself in Cossack and you're wearing your best shirt. Yeah. Fucking Textbook. jackpot, right? Yeah. You've got the green light and then you go, oh, would you like to make yourself more comfortable? Just sit over there. And then you grab hold of this fucking pump in your ball bag <laughs> and you go, pump, 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 pump. And the pump pumps the saline from, yeah. it activates the mechanism where it pumps the saline yeah. From your reservoir on your pelvis into your willy, that inflates the uh, balloons and your willy with it. Up periscope, you, as it were. Yeah, you do you do the sex, and then I go, what happens after I, I that? Go, I and go, they whoa, go, whoa, yeah. with all of this fucking rigmarole yeah, going on, mechanics, how does yeah. the spunk come out? <laughs> Surely there's yeah. no way for the spunk to come out. It's all piped up, I didn't up, ask him it? about spunking. It's all like fucking roadworks. I didn't ask him about spunking. That's all very well, Doc. I've listened to what you have to say. But there is one thing you have not clarified. Spunk. If I don't get to do any... Uh, to to be I, more precise, spunk up. It's all, it's all like me being hard and everything, but if I ain't doing any spunking, there's no fucking point, is there? No point, really. It's rude to the lady as well. Ladies I, like I, you I to could, do a bit I of could, spunk at the end. I, it shows just, you've enjoyed it. I just did some fingering instead, couldn't I? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, when he told me this, there was a re- he was so serious and formal, you know, like doctors can be. Yeah. And there was just a really long pause, and all I said was, is this available on the NHS? So it was the only thing I could think, because I thought, this seems so over the top. I can't, yeah. it can't possibly... And he went, oh, yes, we do many operations every year, but it doesn't get reported because there is so much stigma stigma for men uh, associated with this. And I was like, yeah, there is stigma, and I don't want to perpetuate the stigma. And if there are men who are struggling to meet the needs of of their lover, right, then fair dues, maybe you need a willy implant. But it seems to me... Me personally, it's a lot. It's a lot to go through, isn't it? Do you know I what I mean? What, the vast majority of the world's problems are down to men and their fucking stigmas, whether it's an inability to get it up or a fucking premature baldness or, or whatever. Oh, hey, stop going on about that. I'm prematurely, but well, yeah, I'm not but really you're premature right, at this stage. Yeah, I'm not all the premature baldies, but a vast majority of them. Fucking hell. Ten Hag, the Manchester flag. United manager. Is what? Ten Hag, the Manchester United manager. Well, he's bold. Well, well, I just think he's an odd. He's a sex person, in my opinion. I think we've think discussed it before. It's the boldness on the voice. I, was, I just think he's got sex person written all over him. And the, and the fact that he's Dutch, I think that's what it is. Yeah, he's Dutch. He's bald. He's kind of like he's got a sort of a creepy way about his movements. <laughs> do you think we'll? Yeah. Um, do you think we'll ever get back on talk sports, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I would thought this sort of stuff would go down really well on the night shift. Yeah, or, when or early listening. breakfast. Oh, when people are listening um, in Australia in the morning. Yeah, um, so anyway, that's Willie Implants for you. That's um, Willie Implants. I learned a lot. Um, but I have as know. well. I have as well. I said to him, does it, does it, does the man still have the same sensation? And he insisted yes, but... Again, I'm not convinced. But you know, who am I to judge it? He's, he's the top doc in this. He's the top Willie Doc in the land, as I understand it. It's like, it, you know, at some point, men have just got to go. Uh, that, that's over for me now. That door's closed. 
Fine. Nature has decided that I'm no longer able to, to get it up. I mean, it was George Melly, the jazz musician mm. and writer, and Bon Viver. And mm. it's not an original quote, but he once said that losing his libido was like finally being untethered from a madman. Yes. You know yes, I mean? I've heard that quote. It's, and you know, I, I remember that resonated me when I was in like my 20s. Yeah. I was like, I could really do without wanting to have Having it off horn all the all time. The time. Because yeah. it's just annoying, certainly in my fucking teens. I mean, and it, but teens, but in teens, it's sort of still a novelty. But then by the time you get into it, you're like, fuck's sake, I've got so much other shit I've got to do. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it there's, so many, there's so much fucking admin that you've got to take care of as an adult. Yeah. You know, the last thing you need is to be getting erections and wanting to have it off all the time. But it, it does haunt you. And you would hope, I always looked at older men. We often talk about older men. I was talking about my granddad the other day and how we sort of look and aspire to their sort of the granddad lifestyle. Mm. But one of the things that I probably subconsciously aspired to was the idea that these old men no longer had to bother themselves thinking about sex or women. I think they probably do. I don't think it stops. But the problem is they fucking do. I've only just found that out recently. They still do. I'm talking to these doctors. and uh, Pacino, father and kids in their late 70s. So, you know. They're all at it, mate. Jesus Christ. So it makes I mean, think, my old it? man, you go around there and he's got like a million and one sort of stories about what might have been with some girl in the office who he had a thing with, but it never really went far. And what if this, what if that? And I'm thinking, yeah. nice. oh, God, stop. Why are you sitting around all day thinking about birds you could have had it off with, but didn't? <laughs> that, that'll kill you. That fucking will tip you over the edge, mate. Yeah, it's like football. <laughs> it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. Speaking of football, let's have a look at the prediction league. That was a good segue, wasn't it? Yeah, it um, was. We've got uh, what happened. Yeah, you got five points. Uh, I've got three points. Results spot also got five points. So the gap remains oh, 12. fucking results spot. How yeah. can this be happening? Yeah, it was um, Bristol City 1, Sunderland 0. That uh, did, for, did for us with the results spot this week. So, yeah. Uh, I've been to West Ham today. We won three 0 and on top of that, I went to the, and had a roast lunch in the pub beforehand. Oh, very which nice! I've never done before. Me and Lenny went for a roast in the pub, and it was sensational. Great! Imagine a roast with all the trimmings, mm-hmm. followed by three 0 victory. By 3-0. Lovely stuff. It doesn't stuff. get any better than that. No. Other than to maybe inflate your your fucking I'm doodah. I'm off to inflate my willy now. Through your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Pump my ball bag. All right, then, that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back throughout the week with a lot of stuff we've already recorded because it's almost Christmas. Thank you very much. Oh, one more thing to mention. If you're IFS, we're going to do Christmas our party. live video stream Christmas party Woo. on Thursday evening. At 8pm and the link will be sent out for you uh, at your IFS uh, it'll be posted on the uh, on the Patreon and you'll get the email with the link to click on and watch and if you want to join in if you've got something of value to contribute towards it whether it's a talent you'd like to show off or a song you'd like to sing a joke you'd uh, like to tell also food if, if we were thinking everyone could bring some Christmas food yeah. and if you've got some interesting Christmas food that you want to show us show and off. talk to us about um, briefly then by all means do but we, you'll have to email us in advance and get pre-approval yeah. and we'll give you the information about how to come and on it's, it's got to be good flight. as well 
topflighttimemachine at gmail.com. Yeah. So that's Thursday night. And I don't want anyone trying to hypnotise us. Last time someone tried to hypnotise us and also tried to tell us what we were in past life as well. Yeah, we're not going to fall for that shit. Enough enough of that. We're not going to get tricked again. Yeah. Right. So there we are. Thanks very much for listening. And of course, goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.